On this week's episode of Practically Christian Podcast, we discuss why Jesus isn't always Jesus. Mm. So this week, mm-hmm. if I'm really honest, I re- you know what, and I know we've told him before. Yep. I don't know what you're saying. But thank you, Josh, for, for the beat. Thank you, Josh. I really do like it. So do I. Um, This week, if I'm really, really honest. I'd like you to be really honest. I don't have a, like, a drawn-out script. Outline? Yeah. So. Oh, boy. So I don't know. Like, that's not a good place for me. (laughs) Especially on a subject like not all things Jesus are Jesus. That's right. So we're coming out of the prosperity gospel. Mm. You know, if you heard it last week, then that's really what we were talking about. And no, it's not God's desire that we prosper in a way that that most people think of when they think of of prosperity. Right. You know, Jesus didn't go to the cross. Jesus wasn't murdered and laid in a tomb and rose again so that you can have a brand new car. You may have a brand new car Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yep. But the purpose of Christ dying and being brutalized wasn't so you could have that new car. I don't think there's anything. I I don't want anyone to get the misconception that we're saying it's wrong to prosper, prosper, prosper or have new things, but don't assume or forget about assuming. No, that's not what Jesus died for. Right. And that, and that's more so what I was getting at mm-hmm. was, yes, Jesus, I'm not, I'm not saying it, it's wrong to have. What I'm saying is, is if that's what we're chasing, then we're not chasing Jesus. No, you're just chasing the things that you're saying he can give you. So that was, that was last week. Mm-hmm. And, and if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it. Um, this week. Go away. Sorry. <laughs> Go away, pain. No, I was thinking of Nacho. Sorry. Um, this week, we're going to kind of look at this through a different lens. Mm. Um, it kind of still... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it kind of still deals with, with the prosperity gospel. We're still in that whole... The astonishment of, if you read through the New Testament, how much of the New Testament was teaching against false teachers. Mm-hmm. Um and in fact, in Colossians 2, you hear over and over, hey, don't get swept up by the elemental spirits of this world. And we just read that tonight with the kids. And and just how easy it is for some people um, to get swept up in that. Right. Because, again, if we're, the, if we're looking at the Exodus story, mm-hmm. and we talked about this at our core team meeting, but it applies to this. If you're looking at the Exodus story and and Israel coming out of slavery in Egypt as a metaphor of us being enslaved to sin and being delivered from sin Mm -hmm. through salvation in Jesus, if we're looking at the Exodus story, the Israelites see all these plagues, like they see God move against every Egyptian God Mm -hmm. up to and including Pharaoh. Powerful. Um. And then they get out in the wilderness, mm-hmm. 
Like, even before then, they get to the Red Sea, and they see the sea split, and then they walk through the sea on dry ground, mm-hmm. and then they get to the mount where where Moses is going to go up on the mountain, and what and do they do? Receive the Ten Commandments, and they can hear God like in the distance. They can see fire consuming the top of this mountain, and instead of going, "Hey, let's bow down and worship God," the Creator. They go, let's build a golden calf. Stupid. We say that. But. And it's very easy for us to read this story and go. You idiots. Look what, you, look what you're doing. You how, just saw God move. However. Please don't hit. I'm, I'm listening. However. <laughs> I was not going to hit Josh. No, there's a fly flying around, but it's on my microphone and that could have got bad. Um, however, isn't this what we do constantly? All the time. You know, God, you can be my God when I need you. Mm -hmm. Um, but everything's going good, so... I don't need you. I'm just going to put you in this box on the shelf until I need you again. Right. Or I'll take you out Sunday morning. Right, and let you play. Briefly. Then I'll put you back in the crate when we get home, because I have crate trained you because you're a puppy. Right. Or a genie in a bottle that we just command to, all right, God, I need you right now. So, so in that same vein of thinking, uh-huh. again, um, this isn't going to be an episode where I'm calling out people. I mean, you got to use your own discernment and wisdom. Um, Read your Bible. Right. But this is just some things to keep in the back of your mind. Which are? Not everything that sounds or says Jesus is Jesus. Right. There's a lot of people out there that if you like listen to for just a minute, you're like, oh, they really love Jesus. Can I make an example? Not if you're name dropping. I'm not name dropping anyone. Yep. So I use essential oils. (laughs) Everyone that knows me knows that. I was actually told once I smell like a health food store. Which I took as a compliment. But there are mostly women who will come to you and work really hard to make you believe that if you use these essential oils and... And crystals with it. And crystals. Well, some some of them use crystals. And I'm talking about people that go to church. I'm not talking about weirdos on the side of the road. I'm talking about people in church. So... They will try to convince you that if you buy these oils, have these little oil parties, and then hold a essential oils of the Bible, Bible study, it will draw you closer to Jesus. Like you are doing something to step up and gain favor in God's eyes because you're going back to the essentials that he made. Those Hmm. are lies and it's a multi-level marketing scheme. Or what we like to call MLM. Pyramid. Scheme. <laughs> Not period. Pyramid. Pyramid. <laughs> and, and yes, I've, <laughs> I have personally never um, dealt with essential oils. Um, Except when I put them on you when you're sleeping. Yes. And I wake up and go, what is that smell? Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand what you mean. Right. And... And again, and I'm going to leave this attached. If you hear noise, it's me playing with my microphone. I 
Josh has ADD for those of you that don't know, and he can't <laughs> stop fidgeting sometimes. And, and and that is a true story. And maybe there's an oil <laughs> for it. I don't know. There is. Um. But really, in all honesty, there. What? That was loud. Anyway, go ahead. Was it really? It was. Please. It didn't even spike over here. That's okay. Keep going. Um. Really, in all honesty, I mean, there are a lot of things out there that mm-hmm. use Jesus. Oh, yeah. That that would tell you, oh yeah, we're just alike. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, can you give an example? I'm not saying I'm, the name I'm going names. To. Okay. I'm going to. Unfor- there's pastors on TV. I just don't want to dance around. Like, if if you're really curious, I mean... Okay, like the thing I saw the other day? What thing? When JT and I were watching TV, and I was sitting on the couch, and we were flicking through the channels, and it was 6-something in the morning. I don't even know why he was awake. It was Saturday morning. And uh, so we were flicking through the channels, and there was somebody talking on TV about God, and I was like, oh, well, let me see what they're saying. And the gentleman was like almost yelling, it is good to pray. So, so far he's got me. Okay. It's good to pray. We're supposed to pray. It's important to pray, but, and then he lost me at, but, but God cannot move unless you make a vow to him and you have to make the vow by sowing a seed. And it just so happened that he had a ministry that you could sow your seed into and God would bless you because you were finishing the whole act of prayer and then sowing a seed. And then he brought another pastor on like they were like in two different areas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's yelling, yes, yes, brother. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. People just don't know. Prayer is good, but it's not enough. Yes, that would definitely... Would that fall into that? That would fall into the category we are talking about. Okay. Um, I I could go all day with this. You know how I grew up. (laughs) Other things you could think of, though, uh, to give you a different point of view, would be um, Jehovah Witness. Mm. Okay, they'll tell you, Mm -hmm. yep, you know, Jesus is, you know, whoever, and... Jehovah. No, Jehovah is God. The God of the Old Testament. Then... Who are they witnessing about? God or Jesus? God. Jehovah. Mm, okay. See, when it gets this confusing... It is. Like, and we're only 13 seconds into this? 13 seconds. Into the Jehovah Witness talk? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you're already like, mm, wait, what? <laughs> Who? Um, But they believe that Jesus is a created being. That, That's right. Yes, he's the son of God in the same way that I have a son. Right. Um, But... But he's not Just a, like my son is separate from me, Jesus is separate from Jehovah. There is only hold, one God. He doesn't hold that. Right. Okay. Uh, Mormons would tell you they believe in Jesus. But don't they believe that Jesus, and I correct me if I'm wrong, that Jesus and the devil are like brothers or mm-hmm. something? Yeah. Wow. That's special. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about the black sheep of the family. <laughs> you know, like, how's that dinner date go? Do-do-do. But you know what I mean? Like, I do, yes. Hey, Dad, is <laughs> Satan coming to dinner? I mean... Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, it I doesn't it, yes. even, like, logically make sense. No, it doesn't. But, but that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there, there are pastors on TV that are like, hey, look, Jesus wants to bless you. You just got to bless me first. Right. Um, and Jesus is this, like, genie in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Then you have other cults that are like... Oh, yeah, we, we serve the same Jesus, but we don't. Right. 
such as, and I'm not saying called. Well, like Jehovah Witness, Mormonism, Mormonism. Um, you know, a couple of houses I've been to before that I thought were church plants, um, you know, stuff like that. What? I'm just playing about the houses. Oh, it's like, oh <laughs> that my wasn't gosh, true. when? Um, but definitely like with Jehovah Witness and Mormons and, and part of the problem is, is we have this, you know, the gospel says that we should have unity and there should be unity. So, you know, as long as they say Jesus, then we have common ground. Right. But understand just because they say Jesus doesn't mean they view Jesus the same way. A disciple of Christ would the view way Jesus. Scripture lays it out to be right, and and you don't even have to look further than Matthew seven. Many, Many will say, say to me, mm. "Lord, Lord, didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I cast out demons in your name? Didn't I right. heal people in your name?" Mm-hmm. And I will say, "Depart from me, I never knew you, you workers of lawlessness." I had someone say to me that the world's going to feel the judgment when God comes and says that, and I said, "He's not talking to the world; he's talking to." Christians exactly and and that's always where I go with that and like, it, it caught this that's person not an off atheist guard. no they're not he's not talking about he's not sitting here going hey there's people that are be like hey I never believed in you right obviously duh he's talking to people that go to church on Sundays and go to groups on Wednesdays and or Saturdays or Saturdays and you know they pour the coffee for people and they and it's very easy for us to get wrapped up in that because they mm-hmm. said Jesus mm-hmm you know, they'll even throw, oh, Jesus is God. Right. And and part of the problem with that is, again, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord. So, I mean, to me, and I'm talking from a female perspective, because I can't talk from a male perspective. I know, I think, in my heart, what's heavy on me is women reading their Bible and really seeking out guidance and understanding of what scripture actually says and what it means in context, because you can find out who Jesus is by reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go. But unfortunately we have so many people Mm -hmm. who would claim to be Christians who really don't have a firm grasp on what the Bible says and even like a, a word of caution when someone says, come to my Bible study. If they're not opening the Bible, it's not a Bible study. It's a book study. Like I go to a book study on Wednesdays. There's a bunch of us females that get together. We are going through a book about the book of Romans, but it's not, we're reading Romans, but we're not, what we're going through is a book that happens to be about Romans. Right. So sometimes you get together and you think you're going through a Bible study but you're just going through a book that somebody wrote to make some sales. But see, and it's the same thing. Even in Ephesians, Paul says, you know, don't be like little children tossed to and fro on every wave and wind of, of false doctrine. Mm-hmm. You know, again, like so many people go, oh, all doctrine and theology does is cause arguments and division. It might. Yeah. And, and yeah, it very well could. But understand there is only one truth. Right. Like. You can want it to be something. You can feel like it says something. You can, like, a, you know, desire, I, you know, but I think it says, it means this, but actually means one particular thing. Right. Well, you talked about it last week when you were talking about, what is it? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Is that what you were talking about? Remember? I talk about a lot of things. And we're, you were talking about how we have it in a frame, but it's not what people think. 
it means. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, for well, I know the plans that I have yes, for you, plans one. to prosper. Right. And people turn that into, I'm blessed and highly favored. And, you know, a lot, of, and many people speak Christianese. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy. It's annoying, but it's easy. And again, I don't, I don't want to sound like, um, you know, too negative, because the opposite side of this is the heretic hunter. Right. You know, oh, I, I have the only truth, and, and now I'm going to go through, and I'm going to... Right, but And I that's think why... But th- hang on real quick. That's why I said not I'm not calling people out on this. Well, like, I'm saying that's... Uh, right. And it's not that you're... We're, like you said, you're not calling anyone out. It's more so as trying to be an encouragement to seek out the truth for what it is. Right. Rather than let's point out everyone that's doing something wrong. You seek out for yourself what scripture says, what it means... In context, get a group of people that you know are solid in their beliefs. I hate that word. What? Solid in their beliefs? Yep. Why? I I understand. I agree with what you're saying. So why do you I, hate it? I hate that word. Solid? I hate that solid. Because I've heard well, so you know, many people. I get why you don't like it. I mean, people just use it just to use it. Right. It's and like it's an love. exhaustive word, right? You know, it's the same thing as love. Like, and we know you don't like the word love. Well, I mean, I can love a cheeseburger. And so when I say I love my wife, am I comparing her to that cheeseburger? Like, I don't know. <laughs> we're not going to get into that right now because this is being recorded. Continue. <laughs> Just keep going. Love's a verb. <laughs> um, but it, it, it does. It, and, and that's why, you know, I know sometimes I beat a dead horse on here. But that's why I was saying, like, this isn't about us coming on here and going, hey, so-and-so is a false teacher and so-and-so is a false teacher. This is about us encouraging you, open up your Bible, start reading your Bible. And trust that God's going to speak to you through his own word. Right. I remember we met that guy at, when we did the Laundry of Love out, Outreach or yeah. l- whatever it's called. And he went to prison and he could barely read and he was, what, a crackhead or, I don't know, something, heroin addict. And he had the testimony that we all want, if we're honest. Right, right. A really cool God really like, transformed yes. my life and picked up. Not, oh, I was born and raised in church. Right. Here I am. Have a nice, well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, good. I That's parents, what I want for our kids. <laughs> I have parents but, who love me. and Right. No, this kid, this guy had it hard, like rough. And he picked up the Bible and he said he was praying and he was like, God, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to do. Please just help me. And I mean, he was explaining things in scripture and had a clear understanding of what the gospel was. Had never been to seminary. Yes, I I did put up a finger, not that finger, but the index finger that was like, hang on, the Kayla. Because I don't want to jump to the other side and just go, oh, you can have all this personal revelation without having any kind of training either. No, that's not what I was saying. I, I I'm just saying, like, God I want to make... speak to who He speaks to. Right, and if this was just me and you talking in the living room, sure, I, I get that. But like, I know this goes out to a lot of people, and I wanted to make sure that that was there, like, because again, Mormons believe in personal revelation over scriptural. away from scripture, and and that's why I was saying, like, I don't want to go the other side of that, right. that other pendulum swing. Understand? I mean, going all throughout history. You know, the church has stood up to heresy. And nothing we deal with today is any different than Paul was dealing with in Acts 17 when he was in Athens. Right. You know, it, it may look different. It may sound different. It may have a different tone to it. But it's not. But it's heresy. Right. It, it is against scripture. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there's a lot of things out there that sound like Jesus. Right. There are pastors out there that... 
that I have told people are false teachers, mm-hmm. um, especially like people that are a part of our church that I am a pastor for. Right. Like the reason I don't do that on here is because I'm not your pastor. You know, seek out your pastor, talk to your pastor about it. Um, but like as, as far as people that, that go to church with us, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I've listened to a couple of their sermons and I'm like, man, like some of these guys are really slick. Like really you would good. really have to be paying attention right, to really pick up on the, the subtleness mm-hmm. of their gospel isn't the gospel of Jesus. It's the gospel of Jesus will do for you right. or the gospel of you, you know, God will owe you or the gospel of you. Or like God's pining in heaven, just dying and desperate to have you. Well, really, if you think about like, even with me, I'm not a huge fan of positive thinking right. and positivity. Okay. Not, not that, that you don't like positive things. Not that I'm not an optimistic person or, right. or I'm not a positive person. More... Like the You're self-help. not going to sow good thoughts into the universe. No, and then it's going to come back to you. The universe is empty. Like, right. Like, there's a reason we call it space. Right. It just keeps going and going right. and going. Right. You cannot will something to happen. You right. cannot think it to happen. And I know a lot of people twist scripture and put that in with a, you just have to self-empowerment and believe. And I'll throw the essential oils back in there. They do that with that too. And it's just, it's not true. No, it's not. And and more so that was what I was like trying to drive to there was that, that not that I'm against positive thinking and, and things of that nature. Like you should be optimistic. Sure. You should, you have a lot of hope if you were found in Christ. Um, but more so you're not sowing into the, there's nothing to sow into the universe. The universe isn't going to give you something back. It is not an entity. Right. This isn't Marvel comment. You can't send people positive vibes. There's literally nothing. Right. You can't. I mean, Send positive thoughts. Send positive vibes. They, it doesn't go anywhere. Right. That's your why thoughts I, are in your right. mind. And and it's very easy to get wrapped up in that mysticism. Mm-hmm. But understand that that mysticism has been around forever. Right. Since the beginning of time. You know, that, that, you know, you can even read Romans 1. And that's what Paul is really driving at. You know, because they worshipped creation rather than the creator. Right. I hate to tell you this. But if you took the most jacked up human being in the world, I mean, just a, everything a person, wrong you could possibly think of. Yeah, that you would go, they, they bring no value to society whatsoever. Right. And put them up against an, an amazing specimen of a blue whale, the last one ever left on the planet. Only one's made in the image of God. Right. And it's not the whale. You know, when, when, you know, and, and again, I'm not trying to dog anyone here, but like when Hammurabi, an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. No, 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 no. The, the gorilla. Hammurabi or something like that. Um, anyway, it was a gorilla, like kid fell in the enclosure. It grabbed the kid. It was running around and then they wound up shooting the gorilla. Okay. And like everybody exploded about gorilla rights. And I'm like, he was dragging a, a human, human child. Being, right. And you're worried about the gorilla? And now if they were just to shoot him because they thought it was funny, that would have been wrong. Oh, absolutely. You're, you know, you're abusing one of God's creations. Absolutely. We should be good stewards of, of creation. But God gave man dominion over animals. <laughs> he did. But again, I want to I wanna just circle back around and I want you to understand, like, 
just because they say Jesus does not mean it's, it's the Jesus. same Jesus right. you think it is. Right. You know, uh, an Islamic person would tell you that Allah is just Arabic for God. Right. And they'll even tell you it's the God of Abraham. Right. Because Ishmael. They came from Abraham too. Right. right. Yeah. You know, and Abraham had other children besides Isaac, which is where, you know, the Israelites came from. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, brush up, like, brush up on history. Like, it's very fascinating when you really start digging into it. Right. Um, and, and really understand, like, if you're not studying for yourself, you are doing a disservice to yourself. And, and you your better really hope and, and pray that the people you were getting your information from mm. really did their due diligence. Right. Especially if they're mentoring you and you see them as a leader. Right. So. So until next week, I challenge you. Take some time. Read through the Bible. Yep. Find one thing you don't know or you want to know more about and, and dig deep into that. Right. Reach um, out and ask questions if you have them. So until next week, we love you. Love you guys. And we can't wait. Oh, man, my iPad, like, that did not work at all the way I wanted it <laughs> While to. While we're waiting, just to let you guys know. My, I am super excited about. My new podcast coming up soon. Do you know the name of it yet? I do, but I don't want to say it yet. Why? I just don't. Keep going. You're good. See, if all you guys listen to the end, you got you a bit of insider it. information there. Yep. So until next week, we love you and we can't wait to talk to you again.